So I've been thinking about all that's been going on lately with the vaccines. There's so much uncertainty around the world. And honestly, things are changing so much that even when we wake up tomorrow, there's no telling what new regulation or what new thing is going to be implemented by our new lords, the governors. I told y'all in my last video that I am honestly a naturally happy person, a joyful person. I mean, I honestly love to party. I know I'm a preacher now and I might have to change the way I used to party, but I honestly love to party. You know, the Bible says that wine is for partying and money answereth all things. That's a proverb. We're getting that some other time. But all of the things that normally we would congregate together in one room to have some type of fun or to laugh, many, many people together, those things are, are closed. The clubs are closed. The concerts are closed. Political events, closed. Some of the skating rings might be open, limited capacity, but for the most part, closed. Anything that's a convention is closed. Anything that normally connects you to fun or congregating areas or events, for the most part, is closed. And we all appear to be in either a full or partial isolation confinement together. And the worst thing that can happen in loneliness or in quarantine or in isolation is for us to lose hope. So as I inwardly searched for a word of encouragement for the people of the Lord's this week, the Holy Spirit said to me, tell them that God is in control. But I will hope continually and will yet praise you more and more. Psalm 71 and 14. The power of life and death is in the tongue. As a man thinketh, so is he. So we are bombarded with information on what to think. Flooded with articles and videos through our news feed from posts from our friends. Peppered with different points of view from talking heads on TV shows, news shows, or on the internet. As a man thinketh. So is he. And if the power of life and death is in the tongue, it is hard to have faith in God when your mind and your thoughts are constantly being pulled to something else. Revelation 6 and 4. And there went out another horse that was red and was given power to him that sat upon there to take peace from the earth, that they should kill one another. This book, the Bible, was written thousands upon thousands of years ago, but it seems to have prophesied, foretold what is happening today in our future. You see the civil war brewing, but you still refuse to repent. We all see the divisions amongst peoples, amongst races, but our country, our nation, the people still refuse to repent. You see the deep state, Satan, the dragon, preparing, ushering us into a new world agenda. All that's laid out in the Bible that was written thousands upon thousands of years ago and the people living here on earth still refuse to repent. But what I've noticed in these last days is that it's hard for people to repent because they see man as doing all these things and not God. They see man as having the power and not God. They see man as causing the division. They see man as the cause for the vaccine. They see man as the cause for the uncertainties and the calamities. They see all this power from men. They see the technology they've created, the iPhones and the iPad and the Samsungs and the internet and so many other great technologies that they see man has created 
Nonetheless, no one stops to think that, yes, man has created it, but it used the material that was already here on the earth when it got here, which material that was provided by God. I'm going somewhere with this. The government is seen as strong to us. Or the world, the man, the things that they make, the corporations are seen as strong to us. And because of it, because of how strong they appear to be to us, we believe as a people that even with this new calamity that we're all dealing with, that man is going to somehow deliver us from it. But let me show you what God said in the book of Enoch. In these days, downcast and accountants shall the kings of the earth have become and the strong who possess the land because of the works of their hands. It says that the accountants and the strong, you, you, you hear that? The, man was, the men were strong. The kings of the earth were strong because of the works of their hand, because of their corporations, because of Apple, because of Amazon. I'm going somewhere. They're strong. But listen to this. For on the day of their anguish and affliction, they shall not save themselves. And I will give them over into the hands of my elect. My elect is Christ, the lamb. God is in control. Matthew 24, 7. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but you see to it that you are not alarmed. Now, we all heard this one. These things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. I just seen the guy put the video on TikTok. He said he got inside information that Russia and China is starting to mobilize their navies and mobilize their air forces and their armies and their military to come fight America. So it seems that nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars. That's okay. I'm going somewhere. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. And all these are the beginning of birth pains in the, uh, in the King James version. It says pestilence as well. Pestilence means plagues. And that's what you see with the coronavirus. So the devil is up to some. That's obvious. Joe Biden said a year ago that it was going to be a dark winter. We remember that. You hear of the wars. You hear of the rumors of wars. You know there's war even currently right now in Syria. War in Libya. War in Yemen. I'm going somewhere. I want y'all to hear this. You know the wars in Palestine. Listen to this. Luke 12 and 55. Then Jesus said to the crowd, as soon as you see the clouds rising in the west, you say, Hmm, a shower is coming or that it's going to rain. That's what it says in the King James. And that it happens to do. So he's saying, and it actually rains. You see the clouds forming and you say, oh my God, it's going to rain. And then it ends up raining, right? So you're right about that. And when the south wind blows, you say it will be hot. And then it ends up being hot. It is. You hypocrites. You know how to interpret the appearance of the earth and the sky. Why don't you know how to interpret this present time? Come on, somebody. Why can't you interpret this present time? See, I've noticed our pastors are very quiet right now. Y'all don't want to hear what I'm saying. They still preaching about things they preach pre-quarantine, but they stand far away from the famines and the pestilence and the things that they see going on. They stand far away from mentioning the term COVID-19 in their sermons. You might see them preach uh, some old sermons about uh, revelations. You can go back to their sermons from five and six years ago, but you can't see nothing of today where they're talking about these current calamities that we're living in. I'm going somewhere. You can't find too many videos of pastors speaking about this present time that we are living in. But Jesus said that they are hypocrites. They can tell you that money is coming your way. Oh, yeah, if you walk around a car three times, the money is coming your way. They can tell you that if you get a good credit and you clean up your credit, you're going to be able to buy a home. They can tell you all these things about prosperity, but they never can tell you about this present time that we are living in. And the Bible says that this calls for wisdom. I can hear somebody saying right now, not my Jesus, Leo. I can hear somebody saying right now that Leo is preaching about another God, not my Jesus. See, the pastors have failed us. 
The watchmen have failed us. It was definitely necessary for them to preach us to preach to us about prosperity, about God's love and about his grace and about his mercy. But it was also necessary for them to preach to us about God's wrath. Luke 12 and 52. Do you think that I have come to bring priests to this earth? No, I tell you. But division. Wait, what God is that? This is Jesus speaking. From now on, five in one household will be divided. Three against uh, two and two against three. There will be divided a father against son and son after father, mother against daughter and daughter against mother, mother-in-law against mother-in-law and daughter-in-law against mother, uh, 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 daughter-in-law and mother-in-law. Now, please go look at your own life right now. Examine your own life and tell me that this scripture has not and is not currently coming to pass in our lives right now. It's a hundred percent. It's a hundred percent. I mean, me and my daughter, come on, somebody. <laughs> Right. They being taught by the schools. Amen. Right. So 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 the school teaching her one thing, the liberal school, the liberal demonic devil school is teaching her one thing. She come to me and I'm telling her something else. So come on now. It say father against a, a son and mother against daughter. Right. So he, he said there'd be two in the household divided against the other three. So you got two that living in the household saying, well, we don't agree with them. And mother against a daughter and auntie against a, 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 a niece. Y'all don't understand what I'm saying. They said, do you think that I have come to bring peace? No, I have. I tell you, but division. So the problem that is that you're having is that you believe man is creating all this. That's why you are trying to vote your problems away, legislate your problems away. And yes, without question, the dragon is at work. Yes, without question, the deep state, Satan is plotting a world destruction, a world destitute, right? But I tell you with 100% certainty that all things with regards to both heaven and earth, I'm going somewhere, are orchestrated by the Lord. Satan has a plan, but God also has a plan. Satan has a vaccine, but God has a plan to get you victory over the vaccine. Y'all don't want to hear me. So do not be afraid. You can stop worrying. You can take your hand off your gun and go to sleep at night. You can stop pacing around the garage looking at the cameras. God is in control. Ooh, I'm preaching tonight. So... We've read multiple scriptures, and there is plenty more, as you guys know, about God's wrath and the coming destruction, the end times, the Armageddon of these last days, including the most famous one that we are currently all talking about in this time, Revelations 13 and 17, the mark of the beast scripture. And the second beast required all people, small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead so that no one could buy or sell except they had the mark, the name of the beast and the number of its name. Here is a call for wisdom. Let the one who has insight calculate the number of the beast. For it is the number of a man, and that number is 666. So wait a minute. <laughs> Every time you turn around, you see in the city, you ain't seen this many sixes ever on earth. Amen. And now all of a sudden you see sixes everywhere. That's why I said, here is a call for wisdom. Mm. Let the one who has insight calculate the number of the, well, look, I'm counting. Mm. And I ain't, they, they, they could have said seven feet social distance, mm -hmm. but for some reason they said six. They could have made the house resolution anything, but for some reason they named it six. The patent could have been any number, but it's zero, six, zero, six, zero, six. What's going on? I have to keep reading this scripture to you because 
It says that this calls for wisdom, meaning understanding. And how can they hear unless a preacher tells them? Y'all know that scripture, right? I must continue to read it over and over and over again until you decide in your life that if I am forced to take a mark on my hand or in my forehead, and if I do not take this mark, I will not be able to buy or sell this cause for wisdom, then this definitely looks awfully like and sounds like what the scriptures is describing as the mark of the beast. I'm going somewhere. You, you know, there's so many diseases in this country. And for some reason, this is the disease that causes for the whole world to be vaccinated from. Dr. Fauci is now going on his speech campaign to promote the vaccine. You're gonna see many of them out there promoting the vaccine. Obama, your celebrities are gonna come out to promote the vaccine. You can believe that your sports figures are gonna come out to promote the vaccines. Your politicians are gonna, I wouldn't be surprised if Trump comes out to promote the vaccine. He already has. Actually, he said he'll have the military go door to door if he stays at, to be, uh, as president. So it's not like he's not promoting the vaccine. So Dr. Fauci is on his campaign now promoting the back vaccine. So what are the odds of Trump and Dr. Fauci both agreeing on the same? That's okay. They're supposed to be against each other. I thought they don't like. That's okay. So Dr. Fauci is saying that a black woman created the COVID-19 um, vaccine. So black people should take it with trust because it was created by a black woman. Now, ironically, I found out recently that even during the Tuskegee Airmen and syphilis experiments a black woman also convinced us to go take that so this is this is this is getting crazy right a guy wrote me and asked me leo how can one take the mark of the beast and still receive salvation now if you take the mark of the beast after hearing this word knowingly or unknowingly that it is the mark of the beast then you are going to receive the same desolation as the beast, Revelations 14 and 9. And a third angel followed them, calling out in a loud voice, if anyone worships the beast and its image and receives its mark on his forehead or his hand, he too will drink of the wine of God's anger, poured undiluted into the cup of his wrath. And he will be tormented in the fire and in the sulfur in the presence of the holy angels and of the lamb. So listen, it is not a good thing to take the mark. It is not going to profit you at all to take the mark. You will be tormented in fire and sulfur. Y'all hear it? In the presence of the holy angels and the Lamb. Jasher 5 and 8. For thus saith the Lord, Behold, I give you a period of 120 years. If you will turn to me and forsake your evil ways, then will, then will I also turn away from the evil which I told you, and it shall not exist, saith the Lord. When you have a bill due, let's say for one of your electricity's bills, and let's say your bill is due on the 9th, right? They typically give you a grace period before they turn off your electricity, before they send the electrician out and say, hey, you know, it's turned off. You can't see him out there turning the electricity off. He's standing at the, the meter when his tools turning it off and you say, hey, 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 you know, I'm finna pay it right now. No, most likely he's going to turn you off and then they're going to make you pay, you know, an installation fee or a reinstallment fee or something like that. Not like I've ever been through that, <laughs> which I have. And they're going to make you pay an installation fee to re, you know, re-get your, your service back installed. So this is how God is but much, much more merciful. You have a grace period to repent. So in this instance, in, during the days of Noah, God gave them 120 days 
to repent. During that whole time, uh, Noah and his grandfather, M Methuselah, went out preaching to the world, repent, the kingdom of heaven is here. During that whole 120 years, they were DNA splicing. They were mixing up the species, as you see going right now, and as we believe is going to happen with the COVID-19 vaccine. During the 120 years, they sinned and was taken into all kinds of ungodly marriages and relationships. They worshiped themselves and they worshiped and trusted in the state and man. Jasher 6 and 11. And on that day, the Lord caused the whole earth to shake and the sun darkened and the foundations of the world raged and the whole earth was moved violently and lightning flashed and thunder roared and all the fountains in the earth were broken up such as was not known to the inhabitants before. And God did this mighty act in order to terrify the sons of man. Listen to this, that there might be no more evil upon the earth. So wait a minute. God caused much calamities, darkness, earthquakes, much calamity to happen in order to terrify the sons of men that there might be no more evil on the earth so that they might repent back to him. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. So, so God, the reason I'm bringing this up the guy asked me, can you take the mark <laughs> and receive salvation? What you have to understand is those who take the mark are already, for the most part, sealing their faith. They're saying that I don't believe in God because the world, there's another scripture say that this, this gospel will be preached to the whole world, right? To, and, and then the end will come. So the whole world is going to get this gospel preached to them one way or another. That's why the internet came. If this is this message is going all around the world to all different kinds of people, not just my message, but many other pastors and preachers to all kinds of people. So you're going to hear the message. You don't know the word. Come on, somebody. Y'all don't hear me. So you so you are making your choice whether or not to serve God or to serve men. I'm going somewhere. So as I mentioned over and over again, as I mentioned in the book of Timothy, God desires for the whole world to be saved. Here, God starts to bring calamities that no one has ever seen before. Plagues, natural disasters that no one had ever seen. Yet instead of repenting, trusting in God, believing in God to rescue us, provide for us, the peoples of Noah age, just like this wicked generation is trusting in man to rescue them, believing that the state will provide for them. Just like in Revelations, as y'all remember, when the third, I believe it's the third or the fourth angel, when they come, they bring their plague and men still refuse to repent. And then the fifth angel comes and brings their plague. These are all people who have the mark. So you already, so these people at this time have the mark of the beast in Revelations. They have the mark and then the angel is now bringing the plagues. And God said that as he's bringing the plagues, it's raining down hailstones and, and it's raining fire from the heavens. And the people, instead of repenting, they anger and go after God. That's exactly what's about to happen during these times. It's already happening right now. There's people right now sitting in their houses that's blaming God, but they ain't blaming a government. That's okay. I, I don't got time to get into this right now. Let me get into my next scripture. So eventually, God sends and brings the coming flood to destroy the world during the days of Noah. This was a long one, but I want y'all to listen to this because this is so good. Jasher 6, uh, 16. And the sons of men that were left upon the earth became exhausted through evil on account of the rain. For the waters were coming, moving violently upon the earth, and the animals and the beef were still surrounding the ark. And the sons of men assembled together about 700,000 men and women, and they came to Noah. Listen to this. They came to Noah saying, open for us that we may come to thee in the ark, and wherefore we shall not die. And Noah said with a loud voice and answered them from the ark saying, have you not rebelled against the Lord and said that he does not exist? So wait a minute. These people rebelled against the Lord and said that he does not exist. Do you know every single time 
people rebel against God, it's because they believe he does not exist. Because you can't see God. I'm going somewhere. But you can see Trump. You can't see God, but you can see Kamala. You can't see God, but you can see Obama. You can see these leaders, but you can't personally see God. That's okay. This is too good. That's why they call him the Lord of Spirits in Enoch. This is too good. So they said God doesn't exist. So you believe that your government is somehow going to get you out of this situation because the truth be told, you don't believe that God exists. Otherwise, you wouldn't take the mark after hearing that you're going to uh, drink of God's wine. So it ain't no jumping back and forth and trying to play the middle. And I'm going to talk about that in the middle because what's the truth is you want to be lukewarm. That's what you really want. I'm going to get in that in a minute. I don't want to get too far ahead of my sermon. Listen to this. And therefore, the Lord brought upon you this evil to destroy and cut you off from the face of the earth. Is this not the thing that I spoke to you for 120 years back and you would not hearken to the voice of the Lord and now you desire to live upon the earth? That's so good. Is this not what I'm speaking to you right now? Is it not that I'm telling you that if you take the mark, you're going to drink of the wine of God's wrath, but you still want to ask me, can I take it, right? Can I take it and still into salvation? I was just giving you, I was letting you know that salvation was still open to them. Not that you should be one that take it, right? And then receive salvation. Now, I'm not talking to the guy who asked me this question because he seemed like a really good brother. And he was honestly just asking. He definitely does not plan on taking the mark. He was asking for others, right? He was asking for others to, to know, can others who take the mark repent? And I wanted him to know that, yes, it is possible for those who take the mark to repent and still enter the kingdom of heaven. They're going to go through the wraths of God, but then at the end they can be judged. They can be, during that time, they can be repentant. But the Bible says that even when those calamities came, that no one repented. So you got to understand that. So the Bible said that if you took the mark, you already uh, sealed your faith. God isn't a liar. <laughs> I mean, what, what, God ain't a man that he should lie, what the scripture said. So God ain't got no reason to lie. He said it ain't nobody repented even when the calamities come. And I can tell you that from this generation that I live in, from seeing my daughter, seeing my brother, seeing people that's younger than me grow up in this generation and how they think, they wouldn't preach the word like you and me. So when they receive this mark, I can promise you with 1,000% that yes, they might curse God, right? Look at the movies when you see you know, the calamities and stuff happen. You see people cursing God, but you don't see nobody praying on them. That's right. Let me, let me, because y'all got me all off my subject. Uh, listen to this. Is not this the thing that I spoke to you 120 years back and you would not hearken to the voice of the Lord? And now you desire to live upon this earth. And Noah said to them, um, and me, I'm sorry. And they said to Noah, we are ready to return to the Lord. Just only open up for us that we may live and not die. So where I'm at right now is the flood is now there, right? The flood is there and they finna die. They all standing outside the ark and they, they seeing the waters rising. It's up to here, right? It's up to here and they finna die. So the man, the technician is here at your house to turn the electric off. Now he here. You, you, had, you had all this time to pay the bill. Now he here. And you sit up here talking about, hold on now, hold on. I got a little hundred. I got a few hundred on me, right? I, I, can I pay you personally? And he said, no, nah, you got to call down to, you know, Envy Energy. They, they can pay. I can't take the money from them. He, I, I got something on me right now. Don't turn it off. No, listen, listen, listen to what Noah answered them and said. And Noah answered them and saying, behold, now that you see the trouble of your souls, you wish to return to the Lord. Why did you not return during these 120 years, which the Lord granted you, as a determined period. Ooh, that's good. But now you come and tell me this on account of the troubles of your soul. Now also the Lord will not listen to you. Neither will he give ear to you on this day so that you will not now see in your wishes. Jasher 6, 16 through 23.
So see, the issue at hand is with the uh, taking the mark is that folks want to be lukewarm. People want to stand for God, but also have one foot in the world. Oh, I've been like that for so long. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I, I lived like that for so long. I was a night, I was a nightclub promoter at church on Sunday. Huh? Y'all don't hear what I'm saying? I was a whoremonger at church on Sunday. Y'all don't hear that. I, I can't even get into that right now. People want to stand for God but also have one foot in the world. There's obviously a day coming when you will have to choose between Jesus and the world. You know what memory Jesus said in Revelation? You have to be hot or cold. If you're lukewarm, I'm going to spit you out. And that is the day that we're living in today. We are literally living in the time where we must choose aside God or the world. I remember it seemed like just a few years ago. We used to be able to be both. You heard people say, I'm a Christian conservative. I'm a Baptist liberal, right? You, you used to be able to be both. I'm a Christian uh, Republican. I'm a, a Baptist Democrat. You used to be able to be both, but not today. Today, you got to pick a side. If you go to conservatives and tell them that Trump is not your savior, they will turn their back on you. Forget the Christian part. <laughs> you go to them and say, Trump is not their savior. They'll get mad. Right, wait, wait. You, no, we, we gonna, we gonna, he going to provide for them. Don't, if I tell you don't trust in him, only trust in the Lord, they'll get mad at you. You go to Democrats today, you tell them don't trust in Kamala, don't trust in Biden, only trust in the Lord, they'll get mad at you. So you can no longer be on both sides. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. Neither side understands that it is Christ above all. <clears throat> that our trust, our votes, our devotion is to be into God. God is in control. Let me get, let y'all get out of here because I know I've been going on. You know I go home, okay? In order for this vaccine, which definitely appears to be the mark of the beast, by all accounts, in order for this vaccine to work, they must vaccinate every single person on the planet. Can you believe that? Seven billion people. They got to have herd, immu uh, herd immunity. Remember Trump was on herd immunity, herd vaccination. So in order for this to work, they have to vaccinate everybody. Now, hold on now. We already know. I mean, come on. Common sense would tell you that ain't happening. They're not going to vaccinate every single person on the earth. That, that's a fact. Now let's just go to America alone. We got 350 million people here, almost 400 million. Do you really believe they're going to vaccinate almost 400 million people? 100%. Get the heck out of here. I mean, come on, man. Be serious. They might have the greatest technology the world has ever seen, but do not underestimate the will of the people. They will vaccinate maybe... 100 million people here in America, maybe 200 million. And then they will have to go door to door. Matthew 24 and 13. But he who endureth to the end shall be saved. I told y'all in my last video. I never thought I'd be like the homeless man. Holding the sign on the street corner saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at near. I never thought that would be me. But that's where I find myself today. I honestly thought that I was going to be a comedian, y'all. I honestly thought that I would somehow be in the entertainment industry. Then I thought I would retire from comedy and movies and acting and go into politics. This is honestly what I thought for my life. When I was a child, I always wanted to be a preacher. I always wanted to be a preacher. I looked up to MLK, Malcolm X, and Louis Farrakhan, and so many others. I was, I was, you know, T.D. Jakes. I always wanted to be a preacher, but I always felt that preachers were too serious for me. But as I grew older, I learned that people's lives, eternal life, and our destiny and our future 
is serious business. Come on, somebody. Mm -hmm. I believe he chose me because he needed someone with courage, someone that he knew wouldn't back down, someone that he knew would go preach the gospel, the word to the Jews and the Gentiles, which literally means to the blacks and the whites, someone that would scream on the rooftops, the greatness that God has in store for those who love him, the majesty, the splendor that our father in heaven, the ancient of days, the Lord of spirits will shower upon you. He or she that endures to the end. So they will not vaccinate everyone. Everyone in this country doesn't even have a measles shot and they supposedly give you that at birth. Everyone in this country doesn't even have a smallpox vaccine and they supposedly give that to the little baby right there in the hospital at birth and everyone don't even got it. So how in the world do you expect me to believe that they're going to get everybody a COVID-19 shot? Listen to this, Hebrews 10 and 36. You need to persevere so that after you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. For in just a little while, he who is coming will come and will not delay. That was your word right there. I hope you didn't miss it. God said you need to preserve. He said, continue to do the work of the Lord or the will of the Lord. He said, don't worry because I come for in a little while. See, tomorrow seems so uncertain. I could lose my job. What would I eat? I could lose my career that I worked my whole life to get all over this stupid vaccine. But God said, don't worry. I come in a little while. Don't worry. It'll all be over soon. Man wants you to believe that he is in control, that his timeline will be fulfilled. In the first 100 days, Joe Biden, I will vaccinate 100 million people, Trump. In the first 100 days, if I get back in there, I'm gonna have the military assist with giving out to that. Yeah, I can't wait to see the military show up at my door to assist to give me the vaccine. Yeah, that's all that's gonna happen. See, we are focused on the wrong word. We are focused on the words of man and not the words of God. It is just a fear tactic that they are using to scare you, to deceive you into freely walking down to CVS and Walgreens and taking and worshiping the mark of the beast yourself and turning away from God. But I tell you, in these last days, in these perilous times, trust in our Father God. They have a plan. They always do. But God also has a plan. Isaiah 48 13, I am the beginning and the end. I made the earth with my own hands. With my right hand, I spread out the skies. When I call them, they come together before me. Woo! God is in control. Let us pray, all you people. God, we thank you. We thank you for your word. We thank you for another day of life. We thank you for spreading the sky. We thank you for air. We thank you for allowing it to rain so we can have crops and food inside of the Smiths, inside of the Albertsons, inside of the grocery stores. If you didn't let it rain, there would be no food on the shelves. Y'all don't hear me. 
If you didn't provide the grass and provide certain insects to pollinate certain areas, there would be no grain. There will be no food. There will be no animals. If it wasn't for you, Lord, they might have put the iPhone together, but they use your materials to do it. Lord, y'all don't hear me. They couldn't make a cell tower without using the metals from the earth. They couldn't make your house without using the woods and the trees from this earth. They don't hear me. We thank you, Lord. You above all things. We place you above all things. I'm sorry. I have to start saying, Lord, they do hear me and stop saying they don't hear me. because They get mad when I say they don't hear me. Y'all do hear me, right? Hopefully they hear me now. That's we're going to switch it for 2021 that they can hear me now. Come on, somebody. Lord, we're so grateful. I'm so honored to be a steward, to be able to deliver your word to your people day in and day out. It's such a blessing. I'm grateful for you, your insight, for your wisdom, for your courage. We ask for more of your courage as we enter to the, into these new perilous times that we're heading into every single day. And we ask that we die daily to your word and keep you on our minds and know that with 100% assurance that you will save us. God, we're so happy to know you, to have a relationship with you, and to be considered your sons and daughter. We pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. See y'all soon. Shalom. Hello. If you would like to see more videos like this and more frequently, please help my ministry grow by donating at leodunson.com slash donate. May Yah bless you. May God bless you. And may the blessings of Christ be upon you. Shalom.